the college football experience Sunbelt 2023 season preview and picks episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our very own Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize on the line. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Once again, that is sportsgamblingpodcast.com like slash, I'm sorry, Patreon. Uh, we're also brought to you by Parlay Play. Yes, Parlay Play is a lead pipe lock for parlaying player props. Go to parlayplay.io, use the promo code SGP for 100% deposit bonus today. Once again, that is uh, parlayplay.io, use the promo code SGP for a hundred percent deposit bonus. And remember as always folks too, let it ride. Hey everybody, Jim McMahon here. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. College football experience besides Sunbelt 2023 season preview and picks. And in the chat, ACC presidents did not vote on Stanford and Cal joining the conference. Many include, uh, wow, so big time roadblocks going out to Berkeley to drop acid. So, uh, so, hold on. so he said they, there just wasn't a vote, it wasn't no, yeah. shot Didn't, down. Oh, okay. Yeah, right? Okay. Is that, just, am I reading that? Yeah, way. Noah. Noah, let us know because Pete Dan was reporting that there were significant roadblocks and yeah, no shit. They're three thousand miles away. Welcome yeah. to. That's why I go back to San Diego State's plan. I I really think college football wins if we can keep the Sun Belt together, right? And the Mountain West, Pac-12, and the top of the AAC all come together. All right, guys, we don't have time for this again. I Focus think it works. Ah, I think it works. Sunbelt podcast, damn it, um, buddy. We got to talk about this. We got a news. live news brand ticker new, yeah. here. Um, okay, now jump on over to the good Georgia Southern. Shout out to our our friend Clay, Georgia Southern. Clay Helton, six wins is what we're saying here in Vegas. They won what six a year ago. They were a hard team to understand a year ago. They would beat certain teams, and you'd say they won at Nebraska, and you're saying, "Hey, Georgia Southern's pretty good." Even more impressive, they beat JMU. And then, uh, th- then they're also just uh, they lost to Buffalo. You know what I mean? Like they, they're just a weird team. They're a hard team to understand. Um, they didn't lose anybody bad. I mean, their worst loss was at Georgia State or but, Buffalo. Well, yeah. Buffalo is a bowl game, so I mean, whatever. Still. I was expecting them to put put it on Buffalo. Kyle um, Van Trees didn't want to beat his old team. <laughs> Sympathy play. <laughs> uh, look, um, six. Let's get into this. Davis Brand comes in at the quarterback spot. They also brought in J.C. French from Memphis. Also, Bo Allen from the FCS, formerly of Kentucky. Uh, they got Anthony Queeley coming in from Syracuse. So they went out and were very active in the portal. They returned Caleb Hood, who was second team Sun Belt a season ago. Maybe the best group of receivers in the conference. But can we trust Clay Helton, who was like the most penalized uh, when he was at USC? USC was the most penalized team every fucking year. It was like you can guarantee, and I always always had issues with that. Um, the non-con, home to the Citadel. Citadel can't run the triple option anymore because these stupid fucking rules. That's a that's a win. But please, Citadel, please. Uh, Want to know? We all agree, right? Yeah. Yeah. Home to Trent Dilfer and UAB, and I have no UAB smacked him a year ago, but I have no fucking idea what to expect of UAB. It's winnable. This is winnable. Yeah, I, I think they get this one. I think if you're looking at all four out of conference games, you follow this up with at Wisconsin and at Ball State back to back. I say two and two to be conservative. I think that's fair. They could be three and one. Uh, yeah, wait, I wait, say wait, wait. two. Could and you have be one and three. UAB 
and then losing at Ball State. They almost lost to Ball State in Statesboro last year. It was like I think a one score no, game. 34-23. Okay, but that, that was a close game. I was watching that. Yeah, Ball State Ball State has potential to beat the No, I have them losing to UAB and beating Ball State. Okay, well either either, either one. 2 and yeah, 2. 2 and 2. Uh conference play starts off home to Coastal Carolina to get a bye week at JMU. Uh home Revenge. to ULM. Home guys, to U- this is genius here. ULM and Texas State from the West. That is true. Nice. But hold on. Home to ULM, home to Georgia State on a Thursday. That's the first pod of of uh Sunbelt games. Two and two. Yeah, I'll join you. Two and two. So that puts them at four. Maybe two and two. Okay. Then the second pod within the conference at Texas State at Marshall, home to Old Dominion. At Appalachian State, I think two and two. I think they're gonna be six and six. Six and six. Six Six is the number. Right where the line's at. I will lean towards the under. I'm gonna lean over because they get coastal at home. They got Davis Brin. Davis Brin's not a winner. All right. Well, I, I'm going to lean over also. I mean, I, I think this offense can be really good. Now the, the defense was worse in the Sunbelt last year and they only bring four back. The defense is going to be, be pretty damn bad, but I think there's enough offensive fireworks to, to lean over. Patty C over under Davis brand last year. Hey, uh, he bothers me. 17 touchdowns. He doesn't eight make the plays to win the game. I mean, those aren't right. like phenomenal stats, but you're throwing the ball around. That that's kind of what he does. You know, maybe he's a smart guy. He's certainly not an athlete. We've seen that sliding at the one yard line to beat Cincinnati and ruin their. I um, can't take. I can't have faith in that. If that's I your leader, I, heard, I thought I already heard Patty C uh, say over. No, oh. I am saying over. What I'm saying what? is he's not an athlete, but I think in that Georgia Southern like little rinky dink uh, Peyton Manning offense, you know, where they make a million adjustments at the line of scrimmage. He'll be capable of running that, so I think that, that that'll work for them, and I think they get over six. We put their trajectory or their trajectory at. Uh, <laughs> you stole that word from Noah yeah, from last yeah, year. Yeah, trajectory. <laughs> uh, as as steady, all three of us. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It was a pretty good first year from Helton. It was. It was better than what we all thought. Yeah. So. I mean, if I'm we not can ready count to on say it's going up, but he's doing a solid job at least so far. So you know. Yeah. If we can count on one thing from Clay Helton, it's an up year and a down year. And yeah. overall, that's le- why do you think I'm on the under, buddy? A level program. <laughs> that's true. Uh, all right, let's hop on over to the next team we have here, win total wise, which is the likes of the Louisiana Raging Cages. Good old Mike Devereaux, aka Michael Desermoreau, Moreau, something shit like that. But uh, <laughs> or Mo. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> I can't do all those Cajun names. They're all tough. All right. Especially after a couple of whiskeys, you're just like, please. Yeah. The French are, you know, <laughs> snobs. Use the King's English on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, what do you what do you make of these raging Cajuns and Patty sees racism? <laughs> All right. Uh no, it's not racism. That's that's I have no fun. idea what we're talking about. We're talking about the raging Cajuns right okay. now. Okay. Uh obviously De- Mike Michael Desert Moreau. I was so shocked that he didn't hit the portal more because they kind of got raided in the portal again. But Ben Ben Woldridge, uh, no relation to Orlando, Patty C. Um, Good to know. Uh, he's back. They also have Chandler Field, so they have two decent quarterbacks. Peter LeBlanc is back. Back to your friend's reference, Patty C. Um, <laughs> Joey. Uh, guys, I have a lot of question marks with this team, mainly the fact that uh, they only return nine starters as a collective from the offense and the defensive side of the ball. And even when that's being a little generous because some of those are. Uh, some of those guys have started previous years. Uh, I first thought want to lean over or under, I'm sorry. NC Nick, what's your analysis of the raging Cajuns? Yeah, we did the preview a while ago, maybe a month ago. And I think the overall talent level is taking a big dip here. You know, um, the previous coach was obviously recruiting his ass off. I think he had two or three number one recruiting classes back to back to back in, you know, in the Sun Belt for Louisiana. Since Desormo took over, it's been tenth uh, in the conference and sixth in the conference. So recruiting is dipping. He's not addressing needs in the portal, and a lot of that that older talent base uh, that Napier brought in, a lot of them have transferred out or left mm-hmm. early, like the running back Chris Smith. So I think talent is a problem here. Uh, so originally, I'm thinking maybe under. How many games do they win last how, year? How though? much of three Six. straight? 
number Sick. one recruiting classes in the conference could have left. It sounds like they should be that talent should be maturing and they should be stocked for talent right now. Well, maybe that's why he didn't go out in the portal. I don't know. I may, maybe he. I mean, they do get Old Dominion from the from the other side of the conference. They get uh, Georgia State and Old Dominion, which I think is what you want to get if you had to draw up a yep. blueprint. Yep. Let's get into it. The non-con is home to Northwestern State. The the demons. Uh, then at UAB and Trent Dilfer, a mystery team, home to Buffalo, and then at Minnesota. You know what's crazy? I think they could go three and one there. They also could go one and three, but I'm going to split the difference and say two and two. I have them losing at UAB. I don't feel good about that. Cause we have no idea what you would that's, like. that's, that's like the Dion hire. It's like the, the AAC's uh, version of the Dion hire. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, uh, say two and two. I'll join you two and two. Yeah. Yeah. I'll roll with you in conference are at ODU on September 9th. The that's other a, team from the West that gets ODU. Yeah. So that's a, a third win for me. So yep. at at Old Dominion, home to Texas State, by week, then home to Georgia State. That's to me. I think they could win all three of those. Yeah, that's five. Then they're at South Alabama, so that would be yeah five wins right there. Yeah. Then the final pod is at Arkansas State, home to Southern Miss on a Thursday night at Troy, and home to ULM. Two and two. That's maybe, seven. maybe three and one, depending on if they're better Thursday night at home against Southern miss. The number is what? What's it? What's the uh, number? Six and a half, six and a half. So that Thursday I'm night against Southern miss is kind of Vegas nailed this one. I think I just went through and said over, even though I don't feel good about that. I think I leaned under. Yeah. I'm going to go. And I, actually, I, I think I recall you going over on our preview podcast and I went under, I'm going to stick to my guns and say under, even though I can easily, I can see an easy path for them to get to seven. But the other thing too, like, do you really feel good with seven betting minus one sixty five? No, I like the. I'm gonna go under plus one thirty five. Certainly not gonna lock it up. This one and the Georgia Southern one are the are the two ones I feel least good about in the whole conference. I'll take the over, but I I don't touch this one. Don't yeah. t- trajectory though going down. Batty C on. might be on the over. I am on the over. Ben Woolridge though, uh, what's his deal as the uh, quarterback. He, so he have, tore his ACL last year. So there's no guarantee he's going to be ready week one. That is a concern. They have the other guy though. That started fields. Yeah, fields. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I do lean over. I think, uh, I think basically it's, it looks like a seven win slate to me because Northwestern state, they were four and seven at the FCS level. That's a win. ODU sucks. Even though it's on the road, that's a little bit of a trip. And then I think Buffalo at home, that's another 50, 50 game that is at home. So between that and the Southern miss, they, I mean, they can get to eight. They can get to eight. I mean, obviously if it, the number is six and a half, that's not super out of the question, but I'm leaning seven and five here. So I got the, yeah, over. I think I lean seven and five too. I don't feel good about this one though. Do not bet this one in my opinion. Yeah. Me All either. right. Now we jump over to the Apple. Oh did, yeah. The app state Mountaineers, Appalachian state Mountaineers. Wow. Six and a half. Come on. I mean, I'm yeah. just going to start. Off, I'm just going to start off with a lock. <laughs> all right, because we need new lock. We need new triple yeah. lock music. Give us some. Yeah, well, we will all lock up here. Here, we will all lock up the Appalachian State Mountaineers without even diving in. Folks, well, if you dive into last year, they won six. Win- they had six wins only, which was the worst year in App State in like twenty years or something. Uh, and and two of those wins were against FCS teams. Uh, well, that's be, yeah. five of their six losses were by one score. That's what I was about to say. Vegas okay. has a short memory, apparently, when it comes to App State. And in previous, pre- before that six win season, they won 10, 8, 11, 10, 8. I mean, they App State all, is not I mean, used to just winning six games a year. They were very close to being like a 10 or 11 win team. I mean, they lose, they, they blow like a 21 point lead against JMU oh, at I was home. There, I was there in person. Yeah. Beautiful. The, the Texas team. state blemish. I have no answer for, but like at coastal, they lose by seven Marshall. They lose by seven Georgia Southern beats them in double overtime. And that's your season. Yeah. I mean uh, the uh, North Carolina game, they have yeah. the guy wide open on a two point conversion to win the game. Yeah. Of course they beat Troy on a hail Mary. 
True. Yeah, they barely beat, beat A&M, A&M too. So well, they slapped the crap out of A&M. I don't think that was an illegitimate win. Yeah, seventeen to fourteen is misleading. I felt like they owned that whole game against Texas A&M. Yeah, but yeah. obviously the game was still in jeopardy down to the wire. True, but I also think A&M didn't uh, I feel App like State A&M meet? closed that gap late. No, no, I think App State like could have scored a touchdown, but the running back laid laid down. Right. I thought he broke. You might might be right. Yeah. Yeah. They could have, they could have went up 24 to 14, but they, uh, yeah, I mean, this is a slam dunk, even though I know they get hit. I know they get hit with, uh, you know, obviously chase Bryce is in the Canadian football league. Um, So losing, losing your, your star quarterback that it seemed like it'd been there forever. Um, That hurts, but no, I, I just trust the culture here. I think they were a much better team a year ago. And sometimes, you know, every once in a while you do get a year where the bounces go against you, even though they had the hail Mary game, but <laughs> which was a bounce. Also, I also know Ryan Berger ha- has an NIL deal with a, with a local burger joint for the Beautiful. Ryan burger joint. Nice. Nice. Um, Nate Noel is back. He's a fucking stud. I like the wideouts. I like the offensive line. I like the defense. I think the defense is going to be a lot better. Uh, I know they only returned four on the defensive side of the ball. Now I am a little bit scared of the non-con. Well, I mean, week three is an easy win, so talk that. <laughs> just real quick, uh, you know, just we don't need to dwell on it for too long, but it's fun. App State, uh, twenty-two first downs to AM's nine. Uh, wow, time wow. of possession, forty-one to eighteen yeah, yards. They dominated. Three fifteen they to one eighty. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about this non-con because guys, Gardner Webb is good. Playing Gardner Webb in week one, go look at what Gardner Webb did. They lost at Liberty by a point a year ago. They kept it within four, I think, with Coastal Carolina. They did lose by 21 to Marshall, but in the fourth quarter, it was 14 to seven. Watch out for Gardner Webb. Then they head to Chapel Hill. Then they take on. Coming a little hot, uh, but that's what happens when you when they play that song. You know, somebody's excited for the season, <laughs> definitely. And then they're at Laramie, guys. They're gonna go. I I got them two and two, but I think they could be one and three. What? No, they're two and two. Uh, they're gonna they win might one be of those. Three and I mean, one. Come on, dude. No one wins at Wyoming. Have you ever looked into that? <sighs> Not as closely as I probably should. It's the highest I'm- elevation in the country. But you're yeah. the Mountaineers. You shouldn't be a, a scare. I mean, the Rockies and the Appalachians are slightly different, but still. Yeah. Sorry, thirty-eight oh two. But uh, <laughs> you know, we get excited here on the college football experience. I'm saying uh, two and two at worst. Really, yeah. I could see one and three, and I definitely think uh, I'll go two and two. They get Gardner Webb. They get UNC. Wow, they lose. They get ECU. Gardner Webb. They get ECU. No, UNC is too soft. I mean, they could go four and zero. Oh. Let's be honest. They uh, could go four and zero, oh. but I mean. They can't really beat ECU, so um, <laughs> not like they did two, two years two. ago. Charlotte, really ah, that's Charlotte NFL <laughs> corporate game. You know what I mean? Play it at your home stadium where these ECU fans could come there and get and enjoy some adult beverages. You know, uh, in conference they start out at ULM. This is a back-to-back away. <laughs> this that that is a little tricky. True. I know we just penciled in ULM uh, losing that game. But, but going from fucking Laramie to Monroe, Louisiana is is pretty different. But it's good to get ULM from the West, so I think I think I think you take it. True. Okay. So we give them that. That's their third win. They get a bye week, then they're home to Coastal. Coastal's never won on a Tuesday night. Yeah, college football campus tour thing is going to be at this game. Beautiful. Coastal's never won at the Rock. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I got them at that four wins there. Then yep. they're at Old Dominion. That's five wins. Uh, how yep. how confident are we in this Ryan Ryan Berger fellow, a redshirt freshman, taking over the helm? I mean, I'm confident. It's, it's, it's a question mark. Program. They yeah. do run the ball well, but that's kind of an important position there. Apparently, he's more of a dual threat guy. Yeah, you know, a little bit more wheels than Chase Bryce had. Okay, so he's the, kind of more like the guy before uh, Chase Bryce. Um, Oh geez, what was his name? Lamb. No, 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 not not that old. Really? Uh, yeah, Lamb was a a few years ago. Um, hold on, let me pull it up because that's gonna really bother me. Uh, Zach Thomas. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, 
Hold on. So at ULM, home to Coastal. At ODU, home to Ole Miss. I think this should go four and zero actually. So I think they're going to drop one of the games, either Southern Miss or Marshall. At home. No, Marshall doesn't count in that run. Yeah, ULM. At ULM. Oh, okay. Okay. But I'm grouping the two home games together. So you're grouping a group that's where we're already grouping. I'm the other sorry. Four. Okay. Okay. Fine. Yeah. I agree. Um, they are three and one. What? You said four and four and oh. I'm, I want to give him three and one. On I'm going to say three and one because of the the youngster quarterback. Maybe he he, he screws one up. They screwed a few up last year. So. I got him four and oh. Then they're home to Marshall. Now that is losable at okay. Georgia State, at JMU, home to Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern ain't winning at the Rock on they're November twenty fifth. Three in that stretch. No, I th- I think two and two. Maybe two and two. So two plus four, six and, plus I'm gonna say three and one in that stretch. I'm locking the over here. I'm with they you. are winning more two, than- three, and two. So I got them at seven. The number is six and a six half. Six and a half. Okay. I got them at nine. Yeah, I think eight or nine is more likely. I will lock that up. Mm. How do you see play before I play the music? Six and a half. You gotta lock that. You gotta lock that. We are locking up the Mountaineers of Appalachian State. I have my concerns, but on history they, alone. They can beat anybody on their schedule, that. not name East Carolina. All right. Wow, JMU. Let's go. Proved last year that even with a 20 point, 21 point lead, they couldn't beat JMU at home. Wow. Just okay, saying. let's get over now and talk about that thunder and herd everyone's talking about. Charles Huff, and he'll puff, and he'll blow your fucking house down if he goes <laughs> to South Bend, Indiana. Uh, guys. Marshall, I kind of was surprised it was this low. NC Nick, were you surprised it was at seven? Yeah, my first reaction was over. They won uh, what eight last year, and that included a kind of a bizarre loss to Bowling Green in overtime. Yeah, because they beat Notre Dame the week before, and they yeah, partied so they their were, ass off right. in West Virginia. Um, let's talk about this schedule. I, I and I know Henry Henry Columbi is gone, but he was injured. He got like kind of benched towards the second half of the season. Anyway, um, the schedule non-con wise, they get the Albany Great Danes. Now Albany does have a week zero. Little advantage for old Reese Poffenberger. <laughs> they were three and eight last year. Auburn could be. I mean, Albany could be a sneaky team. <laughs> Uh, one and zero, right? Yeah. Rasheen Ali gonna run right through that defense. Yeah. Then they head to the Fick, get rowdy at the Dowdy. They ain't winning this one on Saturday, September mm. 9th. So one and one. I think I speak for all two of us. Yeah. Two and zero. They really? didn't play ECU last year, yeah. right? Do you remember what happened uh, a couple of years ago when we came up to Huntington, West Virginia? Nope. <laughs> do a little history, my friend. Do a little history. There's no way they're winning. This one is actually a really hard game to pick because I think Marshall is slightly better. Nah. But <laughs> I think ECU, if if Mike Houston does what he does and like improves the defensive line, like you said, and Marshall's strength is running into that, you know, a movable object, irresistible. It's all point. about the home field. I'm going to agree with you. One and one, one and one. And then they get a bye week and then they're hosting Virginia tech at the Joan. <laughs> That's a win. Agreed. Uh, if I'm giving them a loss to tech or to ECU, then I'm gonna give them a win at win against yeah, tech. They beat Virginia tech. Yeah. The city's going to burn down after this game. Uh, I got them two and one Patty C two and one NC Nick three and oh, then they're home to ODU win. four and oh. four and oh for NC Nick three and one for me. Then they head to Carter Finley. Check out this Brandon Armstrong guy. That'd be a good game. That is gonna three be of the game. next four are on the road. They're October games. They're they're on the road in October a lot. They're gonna lose at NC State probably. So I will say three and two. Mm-hmm. Patty. Yep. At Georgia State Center Park Stadium, where Dale Murphy used to hit dingers. Uh, that will be a win. I think that's a win. Yes, I'm gonna have them losing both those. Actually, I think they lose the uh, the first road game and then the the back to back at Georgia State. Also, get some. So we all got them at four and two, though. Yeah, and then on a Thursday night, JMU, who got the tar beaten out of them by the Thunder and Herd a year ago. Yeah, you might have heard of our uh, offensive player of the year, conference offensive player, not being healthy for that game. Is he gonna be in this game? No, he's in the, he's in the XFL. All right. And now you got to go to the zone on a Thursday. This place is going to burn down again. Yeah. All right. Because this one to Marshall, 
Uh, Mar- I got Marshall winning this again. So uh, what? That puts us at what two? So I had him what uh, two? We had him four three, and two. Four. So five yeah. and two. Five and two. Nick, what are you doing here at the uh, JMU game? Uh, Marshall gets it at home. Yeah. Then they are at for Halloween weekend. They head to Brooks Stadium where Hooters gets wild. Uh, I think they're better than Coastal Carolina. I'm going to give this a win to Marshall. I, I yeah, same thing. I have them at six and two right now. Oh, uh, that's two straight losses that I'm about to really? hand them right here. Yeah, Coastal's bringing in a new coach, but Grayson's back. Three time uh, Sun Belt Player of the Year. Yeah, returns for year number four. They can build him a statue, but they lose this game. Uh, at App State on November fourth, though loss. Correct. Correct. Home to Georgia Southern. That air raid shit ain't gonna fly at the Joan on November eleventh. It's gonna be snowing. Give me uh Marshall to win that. Yeah. Agreed. Then they're at Hancock Whitney Stadium. That's a loss. Didn't Agreed. play him last year. This is gonna be a slug fest. Yeah. But yeah, I think South Alabama's a little better. Home to Arkansas State, that's a win. So I got him with what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight wins. I, I got him at eight over. four as well. I got him at seven and five, but I'm leaning over. Over. Let's do it. Let's go. And you gotta say trajectory's pointing upward as long as that coach doesn't leave. Yeah, well, uh, Charles Huff and uh yeah, well, Patty, Patty C saying no steady. Hold steady. I'm steady just because uh Doc Holiday had been doing so well that you know the program was back ab- to Bob Pruitt. Yeah, it was yeah. above where it was when Huff uh you know his first couple years here. So uh, I think Huff is getting it back to where it was, but overall it's at a steady level, which is pretty damn high though. Interesting. Marshall, okay. a better program than most people probably recognize for sure. All right, look folks, before we get to the next one, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by parlay play. Parlay play is a great way to get down on your favorite parlay player props. Football season's right around the corner and parlay play will have all of your favorite player props. Uh, look, it's available in a ton of different States, California and Texas. Plus our friends in Canada can play. It's available in a bunch of different provinces. Uh, a parlay play. I like, I already mentioned this on the a side, but the over in the USC San Jose state game, Jacksonville state to beat UTEP at a pick and uh, Florida international plus 10 in Ruston, Louisiana all for week zero. So hop on over there. Let's have some fun. Head on over to parlayplay.io. Use that promo code SGP for hundred percent deposit bonus up to hundred dollars. Once again, that's parlayplay.io promo code SGP. All right, we are back on the Sun Belt 2023 season preview episode. And now we move along to the South Al oh no, Coastal Carolina. Seven and a half wins is the win total for Big Bird, aka Grayson McCall. Tim Beck comes in, and I was not the biggest Tim Beck fan coming uh from NC State. All right, I was not super excited about the old Tim Beck being hired. Although they've been a decent program over there. So well, but not not anything not not on the offensive side of the ball. It's been the defensive side of the ball, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Uh so seven and a half wins. They open the, the non con is at UCLA and Chip Kelly right here at the Rose Bowl. A couple blocks away. Home to Rich Rodriguez in Jacksonville State. Home to the Duquesne Duke, CJ Sullivan's alma mater. Subscribe to the Bottom Line Bombs podcast. And then later in the year, they had uh, November 18th, they head to Mikey Stadium to take on the Army Black Knights. You think two, they can get three and one, guys? No, I think two and two. Probably right. I think between Jacksonville State and that, remember that game, November 18th at Army is going to be cold as fuck. Yeah. Take a little. Yeah, all right. I'm with yeah. you. Two and two. Two and two. Mm, uh, uh, no. No, in the non-conference you, at yeah. UCLA, which they could win, right? No, freshman uh, quarterback who doesn't even want to be there, Dante Moore. Why, why does he want to be there? Uh, NIL apparently. Oh, um, uh, ruffling some feathers over there. Jacksonville State lost to by like thirty to their only FBS competition last year. Uh, Duquesne sucks, and Georgia stuff. Oh wait, what's the uh, fourth one? At Army on at Army. 18th. Okay, that's probably a loss. So yeah, two and two. Never mind. I thought we, <laughs> I thought we were looking at the Georgia State All game. Right, we glad we, glad we uh, rolled through there. Wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me point out something real quick. Grayson McCall career stats: seventy-eight touchdowns, eight interceptions. Okay. Let, let me recall I, or let me point out something to you. You remember what happened to Brendan Armstrong after uh, 
Robert and I left. Yeah. <clears throat> Grace McCall on a mission about Big Bird. Yeah, Come on. To prove Tim he's Beck not a system he, quarterback. Tim Beck. And listen. He's going to be drinking Beck's beer in a couple years Same. unemployed. Hello. Okay. Uh, Sam right. Pinckney ranks as the number one NFL prospect in the entire conference at wide receiver. 71 catches, almost 1,000 yards. Look, they got guys. It could be Ed Pinckney. They do they have a, a lot shit. of yeah. receivers, a lot of running backs. The offense should be. I mean, as long as Tim Beck lets them do their thing, the offense should be very good. Two well, and two, uh, non-con. Let, yeah. Let's yeah, two and two in the non-con. Let's go. Let's go to the pods of the Sun Belt. Home to Georgia State on a t- on a Thursday night, which once again I will repeat that Georgia State's never lost in Conway. We took Coastal. We took Coastal, but obviously that game scares me a little bit. Uh, so that's what I know. We all took Coastal, despite the history. Then they go to Paulson Stadium take on Georgia Southern. I got Georgia Southern winning that one. So three, one and one, three straight road games. Yeah. Then they get a bye week. They're at App State. They don't win ever. They've never won at in, in Kid Brewer. So that ain't happening. Then back at the 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 you gotta like it if you're Arkansas State on the third leg of a you know three straight road games at Centennial Bank in Jonesboro taking on Butch Jones. But I will call for Coastal to get this win. I got Coastal there sitting at four wins. Yeah, I think in that in those four games, I think two and two is fair. I got him at five and three only because even if they go two and two there, I think uh, between the road trip to UCLA and the road trip to Army, they're a good enough team to, you know, get a half win out of that. I'll give them another half win in this second four game stretch. So I got him at five and three. Mm. Uh, all right, then the the next stretch is home to Marshall. I took Marshall to win this one, so zero and one there. Uh, at SB Ballard Stadium, taking on Old Dominion, that's a win. Home to Texas State, that's a winnable game. And then home to JMU on November twenty fifth. I mean, getting Arkansas State and Texas State from the West is awesome. I, I'm gonna give them three in that last stretch, which makes them them seven and five. I'm on the under. You think they get either Marshall or JMU at home? And yeah, they beat one of them. Oh, it's, I think I'm still on the under though, which, which means, I mean, you know, I actually I, might lock this. I'm thinking about locking this. <laughs> I think there's too many questions for me to lock it, but build me oh, eight I, wins here. Build me eight wins. Okay. Okay. Uh, so Jacksonville state, Duquesne army out of conference. That's three Georgia state, four Arkansas state, five ODU six, Texas state seven. And then they could beat either Marshall or James Madison at home or Georgia Southern or on the, on the road. I mean, it's, it's uh, doable. Let me tell you what. Uh, some of the losses you guys gave them: Army, they beat last year; uh, Marshall, they beat last year; App State. What? Wait, was that one of the losses? They, they don't even have the coach from last year, dude. App State, they beat last year. I'm just saying, you guys are just thinking this team that they also been barely beat an FCS last year. Dang. You're just saying Jacksonville State's just going to get waxed by them. Well, again, I feel like you guys see a coaching change and you think, "Oh, the program <laughs> is kaput." Right? Oh, you're locking uh, it. I will lock you're up lock the under on Coastal Carolina. Let me say this. Last uh three seasons. Yes, Jamie Chadwell, great coach. Eleven and one, eleven and two, nine and four. They haven't sniffed less than uh eight wins, you know, in quite some How'd time. How'd Tony Elliott do after taking over Bronco Mendenhall's uh Oh, so what, know? six and six uh Wahoos? He went four and eight. Did he go four and eight? No, he didn't. He went three and oh yeah, three three and, and three and eight. Sorry. Or three and seven because they only played. No, they played ten games. Yeah, okay. Or maybe it's three and eight. I don't know. Um, either way, coaching matters. I I think Tim Beck is a bad hire. You know, I'm here, locking up the under. Here's the other thing that uh, changes. Uh, Grace McCall stays there. I think that is a major stabilizing he force. He pisses Teal. Yeah, he pisses Teal. I'm sure that gives everyone at the fucking Harris Teeter wants to fuck him, but who cares? All right. Yeah, you guys think. You you're fading the the boys in teal. They were your 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 darling a couple I years ago, you and and look how quickly the tide has turned. Pathetic. I, they went and hired I guys. I haven't seen Teeters and Conway. I think you're probably looking at a food line down there. <laughs> yeah. Look, uh, they hired a guy that I'm not. I didn't think was a very good offensive coordinator. It you was know, a but shocking to be fair to though, like yeah. you know, Dave Dorn is still the head coach. So I wonder how much Dorn's conservativeness. Limited what Beck was able to do with the offense. Fair, but I will lock up the under. Okay. All right, let's jump on over to the 
South Alabama Jaguars. Um, guys, this is a good team. I feel like the disrespect they should have beat UCLA. All right, they're not like this this Coastal Carolina team. This team was legit last year. Um, and uh, I mean, I think you, uh, if you're a, a fan of the Jaguars, I think you got to be very, very excited about the future that you have because I, I, I mean, guys, they were pretty damn close to winning the whole thing. Carter Bradley's back. Yeah. Webb's back at the running back spot. Lacey's back at the wide receiver spot. I mean, I really like questions a little bit on the old line only returning three or five, but I mean like the defense, I think is pretty good. They returned 18 starters, 18 starters on a team. That experienced chart is fourth in the country. First in the Sun Belt. Non-con is Carter Bradley is 75 years old. Yeah. As well. Played it. This is his sixth year. Yeah. yeah. So the non-con is at Tulane home to South. That's a great first week, by the way, underrated week one matchup, South Alabama at Tulane. You don't need all this bullshit power five stuff when they're all s- signing up. Just go watch South Alabama at Tulane. That should be a barn burner. Uh, it's a good game. Watch out for week two though. Southeast Louisiana FCS playoff team won a game in the playoffs a year ago. They're good. Uh, sneaky, sneaky FCS opponent there. Then they head to Stillwater to take on the mullet Mike Gundy, and then they're home to Jim McElwain and, and the fire up chips, Central Michigan. Uh, two and two in the non-con, but I mean, wouldn't shock I wanna go me. Three, I, I want to go three and one guys. I think South Alabama's the best team in Sunbelt this year. I think they get either Tulane or Oklahoma state. So they damn could. impressive. They could man. Carter Bradley in his four previous years uh, had never even thrown for a thousand yards comes out last year, 3,300 passing yards, 28 touchdowns, 1,200. What is Kane Womack doing to uh, you know, offensively? This program is probably the the most interesting moving forward. I'll say two and two, but like I said, I could totally see three and one NC Nick. I see two and two as well, but I could totally see three and one as well. Yeah, I agree. Then they had okay, so now we start the 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 conference play at JMU at ULM. I mean, they could be two and zero here. Let's talk about JMU. They've replaced a lot. They're an amateur program, and <laughs> uh, you know nah, they used the, to be a girls' school. So one the you add last all year, those things again. You know, them. that's the best recruiting thing we got. Sixty plus percent chicks. You know, guys want to come there. Mm. You know, we get we get studs. Now Todd I, Santeo came on camp. He said, "Look <laughs> at all these tits and ass <laughs> flying around." Now I understand why Charles Haley went. Was there. it scattered? Uh, yeah, scattered yes. ass. Um, one and one or two and zero. Oh? NC Nick uh, at JMU at ULM to start. Yeah, you know what? Uh, let me throw Patty a bone here and say South Alabama. They, they get that you know that hot start. That maybe they knock off Oklahoma State, but then they come back down to earth and lose one on the road when they're thinking a little too high of themselves. So I'm gonna say they lose one in this next four game stretch. Uh, they're after that they're home to Southern Miss, home to Louisiana. I think they go three and one in that four game stretch. That's 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 yeah. exactly what I have. Patty C. Mm. Yeah. So I'm yeah. six and two. Yeah. So I got him at uh, five and three. Uh, then the backside of that uh, at Troy on a Thursday, great game. What was that? 10 to nine a year ago, I feel like, or 10 to six, something like that. Yeah. Um, then they are home to Arkansas State. They are home to Marshall and at Texas State. What's the win total on this? Eight. I don't. And what do you I, think? Three I think, and one in I that think last. Three and one in that last stretch. So. I think four and zero, oh, and they hit ten wins, double digits. So three. You think they win at Troy? Yep. They, they almost revenge did that game last year. That was a great game. Uh, now you don't get revenge on the road on a Thursday night. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> so what, two plus against three, an in-state five rival plus three eight. What's that win total at? Eight. It's eight. I do lean over. I don't. I'm not locking no. this. You're locking this, Nick. Uh, I, no, I'm not gonna lock it. I mean. I, I have at ten and two, so it's, it's not a bad play. I'll consider a lock. Look, I think they're excellent, and the trajectory of the program has to be up. But this was their first winning season in program history. Yeah, maybe, maybe a, a you know a fluke happened. Yeah, and in my ten wins, I had them knocking off either Tulane or Oklahoma State and Troy, both on the road. So I'm not going to lock it up. But I think South Alabama is the best team in the conference this year. You're on the over, Patty. I should be, but I'm on the under because I have too many overs. <laughs> I don't know you if that's think, a good. You think reason. they're only going to win seven? 
Yeah, I guess with, over, with that team, over, uh, like everybody coming back, and they they, yeah, hell, right. they they won ten last year. They had a uh, what was it? The uh, Ladanian Webb uh, had how many rushing yards? Over stud, a thousand. Yeah. Stud. Yeah, oh. they're probably over. They're probably over. All right, well, let's talk about that Troy Trojans team that also is sitting at eight. Troy returns Gunnar Watson at the quarterback spot. They also have uh, Vidal Sassoon back at running back. Uh, <laughs> second team all Sun Belt a year ago. Um. I mean, you gotta like if you're a Trojans fan. I mean, I get it. You're only bringing back 12 starters as a collective, six on offense, six on defense. But bringing back your like core offense now, the offensive line, I think, is something that you circle. Yeah, uh, is it really the core offense when you only have two linemen returning and your best I'm just receiver saying, is I'm now just, in Eugene? I'm just saying, like Gunnar Watson, Vidal Sassoon, <laughs> uh, Stoudemire, Rogers back. Lewis played at the tight end spot. So, I mean, there's a good core back. It's just not the offensive line, but when I look at Troy, I compare it with South Alabama because they were neck and neck in the, in the Sunbelt West last year, their game came down to the wire and they're, they're both sitting at eight as an over under. And I I think South Alabama just brings back so much more fair, but let's talk about this non-con Womack uh, is a defensive guy, right? Walmax with South Alabama. Yeah, Summerall. Summerall okay. is the defensive yeah. guy. Yeah. He was at Kentucky before under uh Yeah. What's his name? Uh, uh Stoops. Stoops, who uh, of of all things is a defensive I mastermind. I believe was at uh Indiana with Tom Allen. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, either way, what I'm saying is Summerall, even though he's twelve and two one year, I think his his work at Kentucky as the defensive coordinator kind of speaks for some too. I don't think that was a fluke performance, in other words. Defensively last year for them. Well, let's talk about this this non-con because home to Stephen F. Austin is pretty good FCS team. Watch out for the Lumberjacks. Uh then at the Little Apple, Manhattan, Kansas, taking on Kansas State. Then home to Western Kentucky, who interesting very, game. Very good team in the in the in the C USA. And then heading to West Point to take on the Black Knights. So uh I will say three and one. I'm gonna go three and one too. I, I don't feel great about winning both beating both Western Kentucky and Army, but give me three and one. Patty? Yeah, three and one. Uh, Western Kentucky, did they, if I'm not mistaken, have one of the top offenses? Yeah, oh, yeah. The and they so bring back a ton too. That's gonna be an interesting yeah. matchup to to watch there. Strong defense for strong offense for sure. Uh, yeah. Three yeah. and one in the non-con the in conference. They're home to JMU week three. Then they're at Georgia State. Then home to Arkansas State. And then they get a bye before going to San Marcos. They should be uh, honestly oh, four and zero. Oh I think yeah, four and zero. Oh. Oh there. I'm thinking yeah. four and zero. Oh. All right, let's do it. So that would put them at seven and one. <laughs> uh, final stretch of the season. Home to South Alabama. I gave at it to Troy. ULM. Home to Louisiana at Southern Miss. I think they're going to win nine games here, guys. I think like maybe even ten. I think they were going to win yeah. eleven. <laughs> wow! But so I think they win two out of those last four, and they get to nine. I'm on the, the numbers over. eight. I'm locking the over. I think I'll lock this too. This this just seems like build me the case on seven. Yeah, let's build let's find five Western, losses here. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what, so what if they only are two and two out of conference? So uh, you're saying Western Kentucky beats them? Yeah. Well, shit. Or, or, I mean, or army. army on the road. Okay. I just don't think I, you guys are crowning army after all these. I, they I think they could thing. lose to Georgia's state on the road. They could lose to JMU. They could lose to JMU. They could lose to at Southern Miss. Okay. South South Alabama. Alabama. okay. I'll take the over. I won't lock it. I feel like I should. I lock feel like this. they're going have to have some balls. Much. Lock it. I mean, I'm not, but you, you go ahead. This what? is gonna be my fifth lock. All right, fuck it, let's go. Quarterback situation. Trojan man. Troy. Uh, Gunnar Watson. What a redshirt senior. I mean, he's yeah, he's experienced. He's been there. Yeah. Lock it up. You locking it up I'm too, buddy? It. Yeah. Get on it. over there. Lock it up. Be 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 you, buddy. Be All right. Let's talk about the final school. Oh, do we have to? Yeah, the James what? Madison Dukes. I'm gonna shotgun a fucking beer in honor <laughs> of the Dukes of James go. Madison. Shotgun Patty we'll C get over this here. Going here in a second. The Dukes have a win total of also eight. They cannot play in the Sun Belt Championship because some stupid fucking NCAA rules. But they can go bowling this year. And man, JMU, they did lose. Todd Santeo's off to the what? 
feel like he signed with an XFL team. I can't remember which team, but uh, he's in the extreme football league. Um, so I think that makes it kind of interesting on, on why and how we should expect. Also, didn't their top defensive player get taken away by Ole Miss? I believe. Well, let me tell you this. Todd Santeo, his final year at Colorado state, 15 touchdowns, 10 interceptions comes to JMU 25 touchdowns, five right. interceptions. You know what that is? We have a Steve Adazio. Oh, a mad yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> That's the Steven does. You know, you're starting a retro fresh quarterback. I'll ask you this, Patty C. Yeah. The same questions you had about Appalachian States, starting with a Richard freshman. Alonzo Barrett seems to be the guy that's going to be the starter over Jordan McLeod. I'd be lying if I said I knew shit about okay. this guy. You know okay. what's going to help though? Five, all five starters return on the offensive Dude, line. And this is not like yeah, they're their getting, offensive line's fucking like good. I want to say Nick Kidwell is the only guy that was first team preseason all uh, Sunbelt. Um, who's the other guy? Thirteen starters back, all in all. Six on offense, seven on the defensive side. Tyshawn Wyatt is also second team preseason all conference. But dude, all five of these dudes are freaking awesome on that offense line. Yeah, I agree. And They're if you're looking at the over under of eight, well, last year they won eight and they only played eleven games. That's crazy. Hey, so you get an extra game to hit that. Let's talk about the non-con home to Bucknell, the Bison. They can't. They only had like one game scoring over seventeen points. That's a win. Uh at Virginia, that's a win. <laughs> uh, Gotta be. If at, there's one wish I have for the whole season, folks, we beat UVA. Let me ask you about this one in Logan against Utah State. That's a tricky game. Far ass trip on the second end of a back to back after playing Troy. I lean JMU. Dude, that's it's a, a back to back to back. Oh yeah, jeez. Hey, although straight away, Charlottesville's forty five minutes away. It's not True. exactly. I mean, True. <sighs> I'll give it to JMU. Three and O in the non-con, but then they host UConn back on November eleventh. They'll they'll probably find a loss. I'm gonna say one loss in there. Three and one in the non-con. I think I agree, guys. Yep. All right. Then in conference play, home to or at Troy on September sixteenth. We we factored that in as a win for Troy. At least I did. Yep. Yep. Oh and one. So that would be their second loss. Uh home to South Alabama. Man. Sunbelt. Screwing you guys, yeah. giving yeah. you both Troy and South Alabama. Yeah, you that can't is, play in the championship game, and we're giving you. Well, <laughs> to be fair though, you you avoided both last year. Fair. Um, although one of them. it's not like yeah. South Alabama was projected to be yeah. diesel last year. Well, I year. did lock up them up on the over, so oh, there you, you know, clairvoyant. Over subscribe here. to the college football experience. <laughs> uh, pick Dundee here to stay, um, guys. Uh, Owen two. Start the non-con yeah. or the, yeah. the the conference play in so Harrisonburg, Harrisonburg, Bridgeforth Connect. Uh, Get the fuck out of here. We're going one on one. Actually, on I think I just had JMU beating South Alabama in that game, but I damn sure don't feel good about it. Well, I can tell you this: I do think they get they they clip Georgia Southern at home after the yeah. bye. They're yeah. at home at Marshall. I think they lose. So I got All them right. one and three <laughs> in their first four. I'll say two and two. Two and two. All right, then the so I got them what. Uh, Four wins right now, four and four. How do you see? And I have them at five and three. Okay, now it gets a little interesting because once again, the win total. I'm sitting on that number. They can't afford a loss. Uh, home to ODU, win at Georgia State, win. Home to App State, loss. Loss at Coastal, win. Man, but they that, that really comes down to that South Alabama or that App State game. I probably think they go eight and four. But I think if I had to lean any which way, they're starting a redshirt freshman quarterback. I will go on the under with the JMU Dukes. I'm with you. You know, Georgia State, even though we don't think they're they're gonna be good this year, they always jump up and bite somebody. They I'm, almost I'm beat they almost beat JMU last year. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's gonna be JMU this year. Maybe maybe it will be. But one of the but we keep on chalking up, you know, at Georgia State as a loss. They're gonna get somebody. I'm on the under. Guys, let me tell you what. We hit this number in 11 games last year, and many of our losses were without our all-world quarterback. Okay, here, this is the over, and uh, here's the shotgun to say fuck you both. Ready? <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, look at that half oh, of it goes on man. his fucking shirt. Mmm, mmm. Bridgeforth Connect. Uh, I get look. to smell like beer. There That's the JMU way. There you go, uh, folks. That uh, so, uh, Patty, see you're on the over. Uh, We're on the under. I think they're eight and four, but I'll, I'll lean over just for fun. 
Okay. So let me ask you this before we get out of here. What's our, uh, what's our trajectory first off on the, uh, on the old JMU Dukes up. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I mean, be up, right? really the thing that makes it up is a, they're becoming a known quantity. And if they keep having good years and uh, you know, recruiting might improve it. And then B Virginia tech and Virginia sucking ass. Like we're eventually going to start getting some recruits. You know? Yeah. Uh, let's ha- let's talk about who we have in the Sunbelt Championship game. I have the Appalachian State Mountaineers, due to tiebreakers, taking on the South Alabama Jaguars. Uh, Nick, what is yours? The same thing. I thought you had Troy as a better record than South Alabama. Nope, not in conference. Oh uh, well, I, it's gonna be the same thing then, buddy. Okay. Uh, Patty C, what is your Sun Belt Championship? Give me Coastal Carolina, uh, Big Bird, year four, proving he's not a system quarterback. And uh, I mean, I feel like South Alabama is right there, but I, I guess I, I took Troy over them. That head to head, I think, might be a tiebreaker Thursday night uh, at Troy. So I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go Troy there. Coastal versus Troy. Alrighty, folks, that does it. Remember, we're back tomorrow night with the Pac-12 preview. Yes, and who knows what teams will be in it and what conference tomorrow uh, because this shit's crazy. But we appreciate you rocking. Subscribe to the College Football Experience. Remember, we're breaking down all 133 college football teams with a solo podcast for each and every team in the land. We also are doing every single conference preview. Me, Patty C, NC Nick. Tomorrow night, the Pac-12. Subscribe to the college football experience, wherever podcasts can be found. Give us a five-star review. I saw 30 people in the chat earlier. What the fuck you doing? Hop on over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Let's it takes go. 30 seconds. Do that. Also make sure you subscribe to our other feeds, the FCS college football experience, which I host the college basketball experience, which I host the college baseball experience with Noah Beanick and myself and the, a scholar. the big 12 experience we got going now too. Right. I'm not on that one, but subscribe. Uh, we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience subscribe there as well. Folks, uh, please give us like, you know, like, like the old YouTube's videos, uh, share all that good shit. Do all that stuff. Get that SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store. Check out the sports gambling podcast. They're breaking down all 32 NFL teams and folks season's just getting started. I cannot wait. We're two weeks away. All right. Two weeks away. Come talk ball with us in the Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Until next time, this is the Sunbelt 2023 season preview episode on the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Run and shoot you.